0: Davidson. I'd like you to join me and the ministers of music from here, Water of Life Church in Plano, Texas, as we minister the gospel, the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord Jesus, which is the power of God. If you will turn in your Bibles to John 3.16. I tell a story before, I'm not going to get into it, but the, at the, in 1980, about 1979, 1980, I prayed a prayer in the back of a van Laying on the back seat. And I was one distraught woman, one hurt woman. And I didn't know what to do. And I was talking to myself and I said, Kathy, what is really bothering you? I'd just seen a situation that I didn't like. And I said, Kathy, what is really bothering you? And out of my heart came John three sixteen. I said, for God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son. I said, I don't believe it. And I don't see it. That was a prayer. And God picked me up there. And he led me over the years. And he gave me a revelation of the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. And I have a revelation of John 3.16 that I will never turn loose. And I'm going to share with you today a part of John 3.16 that you may have never seen it this way. But it will change your life like it did mine. John 3, 16. I'm going to start in 14. And as Moses. This is Jesus speaking. We know because it's in red. It says, As Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up. He said that whosoever believeth in him should not perish. Whosoever believeth in him, in who? In the Son of Man, should not perish but have eternal life. Verse 16. For God so loved the world, For God so loved the world. Are you in the world? Are you in the world? Unless you are a Martian, you are in the world. And the world includes you. So this verse is for you and it's speaking to you. So you can say, for God so loved, Kathy Davidson, that he gave. He gave. Do you see what God did for you? He Gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish, but have eternal life, everlasting life. For God sent, He sent His Son, His only begotten Son. For God sent not His Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through Him might be saved. God gave and God sent. God gave Jesus. Consider that. God gave Jesus. Gave him. Turn with me to John eight 42. We're going to see Jesus say it again. It's amazing the treasures in this world if you read. And there are little phrases hidden inside scriptures that just open up the whole world to you. It says, 42 Jesus said unto them if God were your father you would love me and now look what he says he says for i proceeded forth and came from god this is jesus speaking i proceeded forth and came from god look at this next phrase neither came i of myself i didn't come on my own neither did i neither came i of myself but he sent me Jesus didn't come to earth on his own. The Father sent him. The Father sent him. There is a relationship between the Father and the Son. Jesus didn't come on his own. The Father sent him. Why did the Father send him? He sent him because he loved you. For God so loved the world. For God so loved you. For God so loved you. Put your name in there. For God so loved you. He sent, gave. His only son. Gave his only son. And we're going to see some of the things that God did here. Turn with me to Acts 2. And how he gave and how he sent his son. I'm going to Acts 2 verse 22. You men of Israel, hear these words. Jesus of Nazareth, a man approved of God among you by miracles and wonders and signs, which God did by him in the midst of you, as you yourselves also know. Look at this next Uh, scripture, him being delivered by the determinate counsel, the determinate counsel and foreknowledge of God. That's how he was delivered. It says being delivered by the deliberate plan. That's what the NIV says, the deliberate plan and foreknowledge of God. Foreknowledge, that means prearranged. God had it all set up. He had it all prearranged. It was his determinate plan to give Jesus to us and that he would be delivered to the Gentiles. It was God's determinate plan that Jesus go to the cross. It was God's determinate, prearranged plan. Everything was prearranged for Jesus to go to the cross, for Jesus to go to hell for us, and for Jesus to be raised from the dead. It was God's plan. Why? For God so loved you. He gave, he planned, he prearranged Jesus to go to the cross for you. Now, let's go on. He being determined by the pre- uh, determinate counsel and foreknowledge of God, you have taken and by wicked hands have crucified and slain. Peter's tell him, you took him, you crucified him. Why? God's prearranged plan. Turn with me to Acts 4. Verse 27, this is Peter speaking for the truth against thy holy child, Jesus, whom thou hast anointed, whom thou hast anointed both Herod and Pontius Pilate and with the Gentiles and the people of Israel were gathered together for to do what to do what? For to do whatsoever thy hand, he's praying to the Father, and he's telling the Father, to do whatever your hand, Father, your hand and thy counsel determined before to be done. The Father prearranged the whole thing. Why? Because for God so loved you. For God so loved you. He prearranged, he pre-planned his deliberate plan for you. Now, let's see some of that. Turn with me to Isaiah 58. Verse 6. This is Jesus on the cross. There are some pronouns here. I used to be an English teacher. We're going to look at some pronouns that are just wonderful to look at. Verse 6. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. Now, look at the next couple words. And the Lord. And the Lord laid on him the iniquity of us all. Jesus on the tree. And the Lord laid the iniquity of us all. Who put the sin on Jesus? He who knew no sin became sin. Who put the sin on Jesus? The Father did. The Father put your sin and my sin on that body. It didn't crawl up there on its own. It wasn't on Jesus when he walked to the cross because he was able to walk. It wasn't on Jesus when they first nailed him because Jesus was talking. But it said about the sixth hour, darkness came over the land until the ninth hour. And Jesus cried, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? That's when the sin was put on him, put on him. The sin was put on him. Your sin put on him by the Father. The Father is the one that put the sin on Jesus. The Father is the one that put your sin on Jesus. Do you hear that? The Father stuck it to Jesus. He took what you did and he put it on Jesus. It said that the Lord laid on him the iniquity of us all. Get that word all? Get that word All? The iniquity of us all. The Father did it. The Father took your sin and put it on Jesus. Why? For God so loved you. He gave his only begotten son. Let's go on. Look at verse 10. Yet it pleased the Lord. It made God happy. Do you see that? Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. It made God happy to do this to Jesus. It made God happy that Jesus took the scourge. It made God happy that the, that the beard, his hair on his beard was pulled out. It made God happy that they beat him with rods. It made God happy that they nailed him to the tree. It made God happy that every bone of his went out of joint. It made God happy that he was marred more than any man. It made God happy. It pleased the Lord to bruise him why for God so loved you for God so loved you he gave his only begotten son that's why he did it because God so loved you and it said and he put him to grief that word if you look it up he made Jesus sick he made Jesus sick the man Jesus yes the man Jesus on the cross took on all our sickness and our disease. You got cancer, Jesus got cancer. You got rheumatism, Jesus got rheumatism. You got arthritis, Jesus got arthritis. You got bad teeth, Jesus got bad teeth. You got, you got blind, Jesus became blind. Any disease, every disease and pain, God put on Jesus, and it pleased him to make Jesus sick with your sickness whatever you have sexual transmitted diseases aids god put on jesus and he was happy to do so stuck it to his own son stuck it to his own son put it on his son's body why for god so loved you for god so loved you he put it on jesus and you know what the neat thing was jesus was happy to take it jesus was happy to take it that's the reason he came here in the first place this was a wonderful relationship between a father and a son the son was able nobody else was going to be able to do this there was not a man on the earth. There was nobody else that was going to be able to do what the father wanted to do. So the father sent his own son because he knew you could do it. Jesus can do it. And Jesus was happy to go to the cross for you. He was happy to take your sin. He was happy that he became marred more than any man. Why? One reason, because he loved his father. And another reason is he loved you. God. For God so loved you, he gave his only begotten son, and Jesus was happy to do so go to psalm twenty two with me verse fifteen this is Jesus on the cross psalm twenty two David was a prophet David was also the great 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 grandfather of Jesus and being a prophet he saw what jesus was going to do and you know that you know that this Psalm is about Jesus because of the first verse. My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? This is Jesus on the cross. It's dark. Every bone is out of joint. And Jesus in this psalm is talking to the Father. He's talking to the Father, being crucified, hanging on the tree, every bone out of joint. It says 13, they gaped upon me with their mouths as a raving and a roaring lion. I am poured out like water. All my bones are out of of joint, he's talking to the father. My heart is like wax; it is melted in the midst of my bowels. Amen. Fifteen. My strength is dried up like a potsherd, and my tongue cleaveth to my jaws. And look at the next phrase: "And thou, and thou, father, thou, father." He's talking to his father, and he said, "And thou, father, has brought me." into the dust of death you put me here you're the one that put me here you're the one that's making me die you're the one that put this all on me and thou has brought me into the dust of death Jesus is looking at his death now let's go to Psalm 88 and we're gonna see Jesus in hell it was the father that put the sin on Jesus It was the Father that made Jesus sick. It was the Father that sent him to cross. It was the Father that made him go to die. It was the Father that brought him into the dust of death. It was the Father that did it, why? For God so loved you. For God so loved you. That's the reason Jesus went to the cross. That's the reason Jesus died. And now we're gonna see Jesus in hell. Go with me to verse 3. This is Jesus in hell. Verse 3, for my soul is full of evil. It's troubles in King James, but the word is evil. My soul is full of evil. Why? He's got your sin on him. And he said, and my life draweth nigh unto the grave. I am counted with them that go down into the pit. I am as a man that has no strength. This is Jesus, and He's talking to the Father, and He's gone on. He's on His way to hell. He is talking to the Father in this psalm. And he said, "I'm kind of with them that go down into the pit. I'm as a man that has no strength, free among the dead." Jesus is dead here. Jesus is dead, and His soul and spirit is talking to the Father. He said, free among the dead like the slain that lie in the grave, whom thou rememberest no more. He's talking to his father. He's talking to his father. He said, whom thou rememberest no more, and they are cut off from thy hand. Now look what he says. Thou has laid me in the lowest pit. Thou has laid me in the lowest pit. He's talking to his father. Thou has laid me in the lowest pit pit the father put Jesus in hell the father put his son in the lowest pit in the lowest pit he said "Thou has laid me in the lowest pit in darkness in the deeps God is the one that sent Jesus to hell why because the man was full of sin because the man was sin. Because the man was every sin. That's why the Father sent him to hell. And Jesus said, you're the one that put me in the lowest pit. You're the one that put me in the lowest pit. Turn, um, go down to verse 14. Jesus is still speaking to the Father. He said, Lord, Lord, why? Why cast off my soul? Why, why hidest thy face from me? I am afflicted and ready to die from my youth up. While I suffer, thy tears. I am distracted. Thy wrath, thy wrath lieth hard over me. Thy fierce wrath goeth over me. Thy tears have cut me off. They came round about me daily, all the day like water. They compassed me about together. Lover and friend has thou put far from me, and mine acquaintance in the darkness. Why, Father, have you put me here? Why? For God so loved you. Do you see the love of the Father for you? Do you see how much God loves you? For God so loved you, he put His own son in the lowest pit to pay for your sin. To pay for your sin. Why? For God so loved you. For God so loved you. You. He took his own son. And he put him on the cross. He took his own son, and he put all the world's sin on him. He put, took his own son, and he Amen. killed him. Amen. He took his own son, and he put him in hell. Lois Pitt, taking the wrath of God, for God so loved you. You. Now turn back with me to Acts 4, 2. The God, God, Jesus laid down his own life. God didn't kill him. Jesus laid his own life down. Jesus is the one that laid his life down, and he did it because the Father told him to. Now, let's go, to verse, uh, let's go back to where we were reading, but I'm gonna, let's start in verse 23. Him being, de- being delivered by the determinate counsel and foreknowledge of God have you taken and by wicked hands have crucified and slain. Now look at the next verse. It says, when Whom? God hath raised up. Loose the pains of death because it was not possible that he should hold it. God loosed the pains of death on Jesus. And let's go to verse 31. He's saying this before, spoke of the resurrection of Christ. The resurrection that his soul was not left in hell. His soul was not left in hell. Neither his flesh did see corruption. This Jesus has God raised up, has God exalted, and has received of the Father the promise of the Holy Ghost, which He shed forth this, which you see now and hear. You know why God raised Jesus up? Because Jesus satisfied the Father concerning you. Because the Father saw the travail that Jesus went through on the cross. He saw Jesus' travail in hell. Why? Because he put him there. He saw what Jesus suffered. He saw Jesus paying for your sins. And there came a point. There came a point in hell. There came a point when God saw and he was satisfied with what Jesus did concerning you. Concerning your sins, he was satisfied the sins were done they were paid for. He was satisfied that those sins were paid for, that that rebellion was paid for, that that sin was paid for, that iniquity was paid for, and he raised Jesus from the dead. Why? For God so loved you. For God so loved you. Now, Jesus says, you must Be born again to receive this, to take part in it, to do what the Father did for you. You must be born again. You must get the spirit of Jesus in you, the one that went to hell for you. You must get that spirit in you. And how do you do that? You call on the name of Jesus. You say, Jesus, I hear you. I hear you. I want you to be Lord of my life. And I believe that God loved me and raised you from the dead for me. And when you do that, when you call on that name, you will be saved. God bless. Thank you for joining Kathy Davidson and the ministers of music from Water of Life Church. She would love to hear from you. You may reach her by email at KD at KDWOL.com. Or you may write her at Kathy Davidson, Care of Water of Life Church, Post Office Box 861-327, Plano, Texas, 75086. You may find her on the internet at www.KDWOL.com and on Facebook and Twitter. Until next time, God bless.